0: Welcome to the Baseball Happenings Podcast. Our guest this episode is former major leaguer turned agent Jeff Fry, who comes on the show to discuss his newfound social media fame and why he's on a crusade to dispel the myths of all the so-called internet hitting gurus. Before we get into the show, we'd love it if you'd like, follow, and subscribe to us on whatever platform you're using to listen to the podcast and to check us out on social media. We're at Examine Baseball on most platforms, and you can find us on the web, baseballhappenings.net. We got Jeff Fry, former Major League infielder with us from 92 to 2001 with the Rangers, Red Sox, Rockies, uh, and Toronto, Blue Jays, Jeff thanks for joining us you've been thanks for having
1: me nick i appreciate it uh
0: you've been really popular on social media recently um you know with a lot of your videos uh, picking up random items in the yard and and you know showing <laughs> people how to hit with them jeff where'd you get the idea to start filming some of these videos it's
1: kind of funny i mean it's it started out just as a joke and um I'm friends with some scouts you know I've been a sports agent for 18 years so after I retired became an agent Um, so I'm friends we have a lot of friends in the scouting industry and um, you know we just send each other some of these funny funny videos that we see on either Twitter or Instagram or YouTube of some of the things that we see uh, being taught to kids these days and I uh, just happened to be in the backyard one day, and I'd seen this funny video, or at least what I consider to be funny, and um, had my son film me or, uh, you know, take a short video of me doing this drill. And uh, I was like, I'm going to put it on Twitter and see what happens. And I put it on there, and uh, one of my scout buddies, I, like, texted him, and he's like, man, I got, like, 400 views on this video. And, you know, I thought that was a lot. And then, like, an hour later, he goes, you got four thousand views on this video. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" And uh, I mean, I've never really been on Twitter very much, and or any type of social media for that point. And uh, so it was kind of crazy. And then uh, the backlash I got from the people who created this video and people mm-hmm. who believe in this style of teaching just was crazy. And I was like, "Man, I'm," you know, kind of inspired me to make and then another video and now it's, you know i just keep making videos
0: and so what have you gotten out of the experience in terms of you know the interaction you said you were kind of new to social media obviously wasn't around when you you know you were playing i mean the web you know it just started coming in but you know not these sites dedicated to where people are attached to their phones what's that experience been like you of having this conversation now in this kind of digital platform where it didn't really exist when you were an active player
1: it's been crazy because um, I've been unfortunately, I think the the downside of this is I've been on my phone a whole lot more than I ever wanted to be. Just it's I like, kind of feel a responsibility to to respond or react to a lot of the people that are supporting this, and um, you know, I had no idea that this kind of Twitter hitting. Um, battle has been going on for years and years and you know I just kind of jumped into it kind of goofing around and now it's like this big war between the guys that are teaching the new style of hitting the, you know, they say it's the way that hitters have to hit now and the guys who are kind of more the old school guys like me that believe in, you know, what we were taught you know, when we came up playing and what was taught before us and before us and before us and now it's just like this big battle and I, mean, I don't love that part of it having to be on the social media as much as i have been but i kind of feel like i've almost started a movement to where we're trying to get our game back to where it used to be because in my opinion the major league baseball game, major league baseball is kind of boring to watch anymore with all the strikeouts and home runs
0: right a lot of people say that because it's you know it's like what the earl Weaver theory it's like you know just wait around for the uh three run home run. And I mean, look, you know, you played in Texas with, you know, some of the greatest home run, you know, hitters in the game. And as you know, you moved throughout the career, you played with a ton of power hitters. Um, but what, what have you seen change in the approach from, let's say, you know, you played with someone like, you know, Ivan Rodriguez and Rafael Pomero and Will Clark and Mo Vaughn, you know, all like prodigious threats at the plate.
1: Yeah, I mean, what I've seen is that, uh, you know, that it seems like what we learned growing up was, you know, to hit down through the ball and create backspin. Now they're saying that, um, at least the, you know, the, the people that we, I consider the, the new age or the new Twitter hitting gurus, is that uh, they all said we didn't actually do that. We actually swung up at the ball. If you go the video down, you can see that we were swinging up, even though we all um, tried to swing down. And, you know, I think they're doing a disservice to kids because not everybody is – you know, I, I think that what's missed in all this is that the guys that are in the major leagues are the best of the best of the best. And we can't teach everybody to hit like Barry Bonds or Mo Vaughn or Palmero or Pudge Rodriguez or Juan Gonzalez. These guys are – superhuman athletes that have incredible hand-eye coordination and vision, and these guys are the best or they wouldn't be in the big leagues. So why are we teaching a 12-year-old kid who's just learning baseball to swing up and hit fly balls when that might not be what's going to help him be successful? And I think that it's turned into more of a cookie-cutter type thing where we're trying to teach everybody to hit the same way when everybody's different. And I just think it's – you know, it's it's doing a disservice to kids. If I would have learned to hit the way they're teaching kids now, I would have never made it to the big leagues. There's no question in my mind.
0: Right. And, I mean, now, you know, Jeff, for the, the people that are uh, listening and uh, be reading this, I mean, you weren't the biggest guy, right? I have your baseball reference page, five nine one eighty, 180. Um, not exactly, you know, the prototypical, you know, power build. What was your approach when you went to the plate – And, you know, how did you develop that throughout your major league career?
1: Well, honestly, um, I don't know what what, uh, baseball card that is, but my playing weight was really 160 pounds. And one year, at the end of the year, I weighed 155 pounds. So I was, you know, one of the smaller guys in the league, and I was taught to hit the ball on the line or on the ground. And I would get yelled at by my coaches in the minor leagues if I hit the ball in the air. Even to the point where in low A ball, I used a thin-handled bat, which a lot of people consider to be more of a fly ball bat. I used a P-72 as the model, and I led the league in hitting in low A ball. The next year in high A ball, one of the coaches recommended to me that I switch to a thicker-handled bat, an R-161, um, because it's more of a line-drive ground ball bat, and they don't want me hitting the ball in the air. So, I mean, the, the launch angle and lifting the ball would have never worked for me.
0: Right. I think sometimes people don't understand that. They're like, you know, you referenced earlier, there's this whole cookie-cutter approach. And, you know, youth sports has really taken off, you know, in a way that, you know, is different than it was maybe 20, 25 years ago in the sense of a lot more money has come into it. And when a lot more money has come into it, you get a lot of, quote-unquote, you know, experts. And uh-huh. from what I've seen from like your content, you're trying to say, hey, hold on. I played the game like and I played with people in the Hall of Fame. And I was, you know, amongst them, had to hit off them and play in the same team with these guys and get instruction from them. And here I am telling you, like, here's what it takes to succeed at that level. And, and people are getting information from, you know, all over the place. What can you advocate for, like, parents and kids because there's so much noise in this you know, hitting space as you had said earlier.
1: Yeah, it's um, it, that, and that's one of the biggest issues on the on the the social media thing, the Twitter deal. Is that you know when you have people who never had any success in this game beyond high school or college, telling major league players who had prolonged careers that we don't know what we're talking about. That's, I mean, that's that's the biggest the biggest issue I have with it. And I never once have said that I was a great player. You know, I was never made an all-star team. I'm not in the hall of fame. You know, I was just a good, you know, in my opinion, a good solid major league baseball player. And, or I wouldn't have been there as long as I was. And I think that's the issue is that people are coming out and saying that, that we don't know what we're talking about. And I think they have to do that to sell what they're trying to sell. And, and, You know, what I would say to parents is do your homework, Um, find a coach that, and this is tough too, because there's, you know, who's to say, and here's another thing is I never once have said you have to have been a successful player or played in the big leagues to be a good coach. Many of my coaches didn't play in the big leagues and they were great coaches, but they didn't teach anybody to do things one way. And I'd say if somebody comes in, you bring your kid to a hitting instructor and they say, this is that we're changing your swing. We're doing this. We're doing this. We're giving you all these types of strange apparatuses to use in hitting like PVC pipe or fishing nets or spatulas. (laughs) You know, I would think that would raise a red flag. Um, And I would just say, do your homework before you take your son or daughter to a hitting coach. Um, You know, because I used a baseball bat and a baseball to practice my hitting. I'm not saying that some of these things aren't useful, but when they're trying to teach everybody to hit one way, swing up and hit the ball in the air, it's not right.
0: You know, and I'm glad that like major league players are coming out, you know, talking about this. I think I actually found you through probably Marvin Freeman. And and right. I think it's cool now that like in this space You know, you have recently retired Major League Baseball players that, you know, are willing to actually get online and talk about the craft. A lot of this stuff was, you know, hidden behind closed doors. And so I actually think it's cool that there's a lot of players such like yourself, Freeman, you know, Marquis Grissom, Corey Aldridge. These are some guys I follow that are willing to get online and not just talk about it, like take video and be like, here's what you should be doing here's what the thought process is things like that
1: yeah and i think i mean one of these guys that you mentioned like uh marvin freeman especially he's been coaching um doing lessons and things for a long time um obviously he knows what he's talking about he's been there he knows and that's that's something that i think that major league major retired have to it like. you can tell you what it's like can tell you what it's like about it's about on our know, and he doesn't, you know, with the end, don't you know, right uh, And people who didn't experience that can't tell it, and they say, We don't know what we're talking about. I heard false. We're about it. It's like, you're going go to to a doctor
0: mm-hmm.
1: that you have. You're going to go to somebody who's never dealt with somebody that has that ailment and hope that they know what they're doing. No, you're going to find somebody who's been through it. And that's, I think the, the value of what former players have to give to these kids and to their parents. And, you know, part of this whole deal, that's just kind of, you know, this whole thing came out of nowhere, to be honest with you, buddy. And Mm. and it's, I think, um, a lot of the former players are not happy with, people in baseball these days that are getting jobs that they want um, because these guys have no on-field experience at all and now because they work at this facility that teaches these certain things, these guys are getting jobs in baseball, high-paying jobs and players, former players that want to be in the game and want to be coaching, those jobs aren't available to them and I think that's part of the reason our game is where it is today.
0: I could definitely understand that, that sentiment of, you know, a lot of former players being on the outside, you know, looking in from guys that didn't come through the system. Jeff, you mentioned earlier, and I noticed this too, right? Now having that, that video take off and getting a taste of, like, having everyone put their, you know, opinion in there, uh, it was interesting to see for me, you know, so many people just randomly making comments, this isn't right, Jeff Fry wasn't a good hitter, he really didn't hit 300, I'm like, go look at the stats, he hit 300 like in you know multiple seasons but people are like trying to you know nitpick and saying like oh that'll never work and you know to me I step back and laugh but you know how, do you take this stuff with a grain of salt because at the end of the day you know that you were there and they weren't
1: yeah and and you know the thing is is to play in the major leagues you got to have thick skin man because it doesn't matter you know especially playing in the city like Boston or New York or Chicago. I mean, you have a couple of bad games in a row, and they're booing you off the field. You know, mm-hmm. so you got to have thick skin. And I've always had thick skin, being, you know, the, the smaller guy on the team. People used to say stuff to me like, uh, "Hey, Bat Boy, how'd you get such a low number?" or "Hey, Jeff Fry, what do you want to be when you grow up?" You know, things like that. So you just gotta keep it in perspective and say, "Listen, you know, people are gonna hate on us. They've been hating us so their whole, you know." Ever since I was in the big leagues and and even before, I mean, they booed Ted Williams in Boston. They booed, you know, some of the greatest players in this game have been booed, but you just have to keep it in perspective, I think. And, you know, I'm not going to lie and say it doesn't get under my skin when when people who didn't play criticize, you know, my staff and things like that. But, I mean, I did during my era, my job was not to get to hit a home run. My job is to get on base, to get on first base and steal bases and make things happen and move runners over. And I did my job to the best of my ability.
0: Definitely. Uh, Jeff, last, last bit. So, you know, we're all stuck inside, you know, due to COVID and everything that's going on nationally. Jeff, you played through a baseball stoppage in uh, 1994. You played through the strike. Um, what was that experience like? You know, for the game kind of, I don't want to say being taken away, but the game stopping. And now here where we are, you know, in 2020, and, you know, the game again has had to take a pause.
1: Yeah, you know what it made me, honestly? Uh, it made me appreciate um, my job. It made me appreciate the fact that I had this game in my life that allowed me to, you know, make a good living and playing the kids' game and, you know, I think, and I had a few injuries during my career, which also did the same thing. The same effect, you know, when you can't play for a whole year, you realize how much you love this game and how much you want to work at it and and be as good as you can be at this game. And I think probably the same thing is happening to a lot of guys right now. They're probably realizing how much they love being out on a baseball field, being in spring training with all their buddies and you know, all fighting toward the same goal. and I think, Hopefully, you know we can recover from this whole um, coronavirus thing and get back to to normal, at least our normal, and and um, get back to playing baseball. And I think even the fans—I mean, I know fans are missing the game right now. And you know, we remember I was playing during September 11th, and we had you know stopped for a week or two. And once we came back, it was like, oh man, this baseball—you know, this is. This is what America is about. This is going to help us recover from anything. And I think all sports do that, but I think baseball especially.
0: Definitely a special game. Folks, you want to keep up with Jeff Fry on Twitter, it's uh, is that 3 jfrye Did I get that right?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, all right. Sir.
0: Hashtag she gone. And, you know, that's, that's uh, been a fun one. And, you know, Jeff, the, the work you're doing is appreciated. And, you know, from, from baseball guys, you know, I, I think – they 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 could see through it and appreciate the twist, you know that you're putting on it and and um, you know sharing that information. So, Jeff, I appreciate your time.
1: Well, thank you, Nick, and I appreciate the, the opportunity to talk to you, buddy.
0: Thanks a lot, Jeff. Thanks for, I, uh, thanks for I,
1: putting my video on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs>
0: thanks for joining us on the Baseball Happenings podcast. We'd love it if you leave a review on whatever platform you're using to listen to the show. And until next time, keep swinging for the fences.